Hey y'all, welcome back to I Be Knowing Shit Podcast. It's me, your host, the one and only Goddess Aloam, Miss Foxy if you're nasty. Here on IBKS Podcast, we dive into the mysteries of the universe and everyday life, share personal stories and practices to connect, educate, and inform. Get ready for mind-expanding, thought-provoking conversations, and enlightening insights. And, you know, we're going to have a time up in here. So take a deep breath, center yourself, and let's dive into this week's episode. As y'all know, last week's episode was an unexpected episode, and so I wasn't able to have the special guest on to talk about today's episode, Sleeping with the Enemy. Sleeping with the op, (laughs) to be exact. So that's the topic for this episode, and it'll just be me. You know, it's a lot of people in a relationship with an op and don't even realize it. Or maybe they do, and they feel like that's the best they can do. Or they don't know, and they might be so used to dysfunction, it's normal to them. I mean, honestly, it can be any number of reasons why a person is sleeping with an op. Sometimes people are blinded by who they want a person they're in a relationship to be. People can be so infatuated with potential, they lose sight of what actually is sometimes all it takes is one podcast one show one conversation one moment to open a person's eyes to how dangerous a situation like that is or the fact that they're actually in a situation like this being in a relationship is like standing close to the shelves at the grocery store you can't you can't see everything at the top You can't see everything at the bottom. You can only see what's eye level in front of you until you step all the way back for a wide view of everything. I'll use a dysfunctional situation. I was a willing participant of. (laughs) As an example of sleeping with an op. Okay, so in the beginning, and I mean in the way beginning, There were signs that this nigga gave off straight op activity vibes. But me, you know, (laughs) looking at potential Miss Life Coach the World, chose to be dismissive of all the red flags. But honey, (laughs) I'm a Chicago bull. The red flags. The red flags didn't scare me, baby. (laughs) This is not funny. I mean, it is. Not only did I ignore the big red flags, but I also ignored something the universe whispered to me. And I mean, literally whispered to me about him the first day I met him. So the signs was always there. With these people, the signs are always there. And I mean, always. But like I said, if you come from dysfunction or you make decisions from a place of trauma, those red flags would just look and feel familiar and comfortable to you. My problem was I was starting to miss Chicago and this person reminded me a lot of things I missed. So that was me standing close to the shelves at the grocery store, you know? I started to recognize certain patterns with this person. If anyone ever had a problem with me, 
he would find a way to make me the bad person in the situation instead of being my man, my partner, and standing by me. The craziest part is <laughs> he was getting me in these situations. It was from his lying and cheating and drama he came into my life with. Problems I did not previously have. Fun fact, I no longer date men with small children because it's always a problem, and I mean always. So, his gaslighting me or attempting to, it was a dead giveaway that he did not really like me or himself for that matter. And in fact, he was an eye-pass nigga. He really tried to shit on my plate multiple times and tell me it was a brownie. <laughs> um, no dummy. <laughs> As time went on, the op behavior, in fact, did get worse. <laughs> but of course it did. Personally, to me, I feel like anyone who cheats is an op to the person they're in a relationship with because it's truly an unavoidable and unnecessary act. Me, myself, I feel like it takes too much energy. I just, look, I, I ain't got the time to be making a blast. And I don't get the thrill that some people say that they get from sneaking around and possibly getting called. No, I just don't. It just ain't near me. I don't have time for it. Because, baby, if I want to date multiple people, it won't be a secret. All parties involved will be cool with it or exit left. Because I just... I'm just not into the, it, it just ain't in me. You know, people agree to be in these relationships. They agree to be monogamous. And none of this is forced on them. You agree to be in said relationship, but you make a conscious decision to break that agreement, to break trust, knowing it's going to hurt the person you're in a relationship with just to fulfill some moments of lust and selfishness because you care more about being sexually gratified than you care about the person you claim to actually care about. That's some mob shit to me, IMO, in my opinion. You could easily just be single or honest about not wanting to be monogamous. I mean, it's simple. If, if you're already single and before you get in a relationship, you know that you have a problem with being with one person, you have a problem with being monogamous you have a cheating problem why don't you just tell these people before you get deep into a relationship look I'm not gonna just be with you not all the time or however you prefer to word it for real and for those who don't know and possibly don't care cheating is a form of betrayal and emotional abuse and it can be very traumatizing for the person getting cheated on okay so yeah cheating was a major part of that dysfunctional situation so yeah cheating was a major part of that dysfunctional situation I was in he was very rebunctious <laughs> with his actions I call him talking bad about me to other women so many times I mean Baby, go get therapy because it definitely had nothing to do with me personally. Most of the stuff he was saying was lies and exaggerations. I guess he wanted sympathy. I don't know, honey, attention. I don't know. I knew his actions had nothing to do with me personally. He was carrying around his trauma like a bag lady. Bag lady, you 
gonna hurt your back. <laughs> you got too much stuff. <laughs> One day. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm back. He was like completely obsessed with telling people I had a miscarriage. Which was the truth. But very, very, very odd to be telling people. I mean, he was telling everybody who would listen. And I found that strange. And then I came to the realization that he was doing it because I asked him not to tell anyone. That was my private business about my body and a baby I was carrying. I didn't even tell my family or anyone else. I was a little over five months pregnant. Ooh, not five. I was a little over, over four months pregnant, close to five months when it happened. So because he was an op-ass nigga, he made it a priority to tell everyone, like, odd. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything wasn't all bad between us. We had some good times, but none could make up for the op shit he did. It was nothing he could have done or said to convince me he liked me, cared about me, especially he did not love me. He claimed he did, but that's that's not what love look, looks like and you can't convince me it is. He would do an op shit behind my back, but in my face, tell me I'm the best person he ever met. If you know anything about the art of war that's a technique to confuse your enemy never letting them know that they're actually your enemy um he was like that from day one and that's exactly why I have no idea where he is or what he's doing in life now he's just a person raised on survival and chaos and I understood that I understood it but understanding does not mean I'm a deal with it. And he failed to understand that. So I moved on. I actually stayed way past what I should have. As a matter of fact, I'll be a guest speaker on a podcast tomorrow called Something for the People. It'll be airing 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can find it on Facebook, something for the people. And we'll be talking about toxic relationships. And that's between family, friends, just toxic relationships in general. And I'll also be discussing something similar here on the I Be Knowing Shit podcast sometime in the future. Whether you're a man or a woman. I know it's easier said than done, but please get away from them. Get out of that situation. If you don't know what to do, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. Or check out your local county domestic violence center. And let me say this. A lot of times when you're sleeping with the enemy, you don't know they're an enemy. Because it's not always as loud as domestic violence. And they're not always as obvious with how much of an op they are. Some people actually are really, really good at hiding who they are and hiding their true agendas. 
the agenda is not always to get something physical from you like money or a place to live, stuff like that. Some people really do it because it makes them feel good by making other people feel shitty and miserable. And you can always refer back to Camouflage, which is episode three, for more on that topic because I do discuss it. If you haven't checked out either the podcast, Netflix series, or true crime episode called Dirty John, you should. Dirty John is a perfect example of how you could be sleeping with the enemy and not even realize it. Because a person has done it so many times and for so long, they become professional as John Meehan from Dirty John had become. They're professional manipulators, professional liars, and a lot of them are incapable of forming healthy relationships and bonds. And if you attempt to do it with them, they will destroy you because it's foreign to them. They don't understand it. They can't even comprehend it. They can't reciprocate what you give them. And they won't. But they're very good at mimicking being able to do these things. I mean, they will cry real tears, beg for your forgiveness, beg you not to leave them, but it's all bullshit. When I'm speaking of emotional bonds, y'all, I'm not talking about trauma bonds. They are absolutely not the same, okay? I remember, uh, this is a long time ago, I met this girl and I would never forget her because she was soft-spoken and always just super sweet super sweet we met in a professional setting but I can tell that's how she naturally was but no matter how happy she acted or how sweet she was I was just looking at her wondering if she was actually happy if she was actually okay and I I do that a lot y'all I do it a lot I can sense when someone is unhappy no matter how good of an act they think they putting on I never asked her if she was okay because I didn't know her personally and I didn't I didn't want to seem intrusive and like be all in her business and I didn't know how she would you know react to me asking her she was really okay sometimes I would see her boyfriend he would bring her flowers and lunch but honey (laughs) I was unimpressed (laughs) Not that I should have been because it wasn't even my business, but I just didn't get a good vibe from dude. All the other ladies was like, eh, he's so romantic. He's such a gentleman, blah, 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 blah. Bitch, please. So <laughs> I was unimpressed. So anyway, life had other plans for me. So I was no longer around her, but I still used to wonder how she was doing. One day, I was watching TV and the news came on. They were talking about a domestic violence situation that led to a woman being killed. It turned out to be the girl I knew and that dude, her boyfriend that was bringing her flowers. She wanted to break up with him. And like I said, he seemed sketchy to me anyway. I wasn't surprised. I was saddened. That is a terrible situation. He gunned her down in front of their kids because he's a piece of shit. All that bringing flowers and lunch, he probably was only doing it, thinking he was making up for whatever he did to her that morning or the previous night. 
she most definitely was sleeping with the enemy. I never saw any signs of her being physically abused, but that doesn't mean it wasn't happening. And emotional abuse is just as bad and traumatizing as physical abuse. This also goes for friendships, too. You could very well be friends with an op. But I'll save that for another episode because I don't want to make this one too long. Y'all know I go off on a tangent. (laughs) So, for the men listening, I want y'all to know, this is not just a warning for women. Y'all could very well be sleeping with an op. Sometimes it takes for y'all to procreate with a chick. For y'all to start paying attention to the signs that were already there when you first met her. If any female keeps a child away from their father just because she wants to show him she got the juice now. Or because their relationship didn't work out. She's definitely an enemy. Lady, if a man is mentally stable and will properly care for the child while the child is in his care there's no reason he shouldn't be able to spend time with the child he helped to create the money might be more valuable to you but the quality time is more valuable to your child now this is not excusing men from being financially responsible either ain't no excuse for that I'm just saying stop doing op shit I definitely understand It can be hard raising a child and everything is outrageously expensive and you very well should not be doing everything on your own for a child it took two people to make. As I stated previously, the signs are always there. A person can never wear a mask 24-7. The real will come out even for a minute, no matter how good they are at hiding who they really are. Humans are creatures of habit that do not change overnight. That's why the FBI creates unsub profiles. It gives them an insight on who a person is before they even catch them or can positively identify the suspect. Those profiles are based on specific human behavior patterns that we all have. They know that certain type of serial killers most likely have similar childhoods and upbringings, even similar jobs and live similar lives currently. Terrorists usually come from similar backgrounds. Abusive people usually were abused as children, so on and so forth. This is another reason it's important to know a person's childhood history before getting into a serious relationship with them, and especially before making babies. This leads me to the next episode. Sex is more than just sex. We'll dive into energy exchange, sex magic, STDs, and some more important stuff. Before I let y'all go, even though the enemy I was sleeping with had never physically abused me at all, it was still a very toxic situation. I knew better than to be in in the first place, but I obviously had some things to work on within myself that would even allow me to be attracted to such person. And I'm not even trying to be shady with anything I said so far. I'm going to tell the truth about things, even when it's an uncomfortable truth for myself or whoever. Some people will listen to this and feel like I got played or I was stupid. When in fact, (laughs) that man played himself and allowed the baggage and his ego to trick him up out of the best woman he'll ever know. I'm not ashamed of anything I've been through. 
I'm actually grateful that situation forced me to take stock of who I really was and things I had repressed without realizing it. Well, y'all, that's it for this episode. Catch me next Sunday, October 5th, 2023, episode five, Sex is More Than Just Sex. to the end i really want to thank y'all for tuning in and for being a part of ivy no shit podcast tribe i really hope you enjoyed this episode i certainly hope there was something useful you took away from it don't pass up the opportunity to let me know what you think by leaving a rating and review on the podcast platform you're listening from and be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss a beat you can always download this and any other episode and listen to it at a later time. For more content, join me on TikTok, IG, and YouTube at I Be Knowing Shit. So, before I let you go, go, honey, did you know that you can leave me a voice note? All you gotta do is go to Spotify Podcast, click on I Be Knowing Shit profile, and hit message to send a voice note. There you can let me know what you think about the show give your input and leave suggestions for future topics that's it that's it that's it we meet again next week y'all come back now you hear